This is not the point of the homily, but it's a point that always strikes me as important. The demons were the first people to call Jesus the Son of God uh, in the Gospels. And I think where that might be important for us is our society has no small number of people, perhaps sincerely, perhaps not, out there pointing out evil and, and describing good. The ability to quote scripture, the ability to point out what is evil and what is good does not mean holiness. The devil quotes scripture. The demons say, that's God. And it's just something I would love for us to keep in mind because it's helped me sort out among the many voices telling all of us how to be more Catholic. It's actually a good thing to have a sense that there's bad players in it, whether they mean it or not. The ability to say that's evil or that's good, the ability to quote scripture, it might be holiness, it might not, yeah? That's not the homily. Isn't that awful to do to you? The third century was an interesting time in Rome's history. Rome was a pagan country who uh, regularly rounded up, persecuted, and tortured Christians, but every once in a while, you'd get a Roman emperor who didn't mind Christianity or even supported it. Um, when we look at today's saint, it's Fabian. And when we know about him before he was made pope is almost nothing. We, we believe he was a farmer. We believe he was fairly poor. What we know is this. The pope died. And out of interest, like many Christians of the time, he came to Rome to see what would happen, who would be our next pope. The community of Christians was so tiny back then that there was a good chance you'd know the next guy who was pope. It's weird to think of that, isn't it? But be this as it may, when he got there and all the important, ambitious people were arguing about which of them should be pope, a dove quite literally descended from the skies and landed on St. Fabian. At which point, uh, they went, yeah, him. Yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think that's funny. And I don't know if you know this, but as a side note, when Pope Benedict, back when he was Father Ratzinger, prayed his first mass, the same thing happened in front of hundreds of witnesses. Uh, a dove came in through the church doors and landed on him, which, love that dude. But be this as it may, Pope Fabian uh, was ordained a priest, well, a deacon, a priest, and a bishop, and then the next day made pope. They listened to the Holy Spirit. Immediately, two interesting things happened. A Roman emperor named Philip the Arab became emperor, and he liked Christians. He ended the persecutions and actually funded the building of some Christian churches. Good news, huh? The bad news is all the dudes who wanted to be pope decided to make Fabian's life difficult. He now had to fight inside of the church instead of an external enemy. Very curious. But as Pope, he did two things, he did many things, but two that we are particularly, eternally indebted to him for. First, he collected what's called the Acts of the Martyrs. Get this, any martyr we know of before the year 250 was because of him. He collected all the stories. No one really anticipated Christianity lasting much longer. Christians thought Jesus was coming back tomorrow, and the Romans thought, we'll get rid of him soon. 
So no one really bothered to collect what we call the, the narratives of the martyrs. Fabian did. And then Fabian also uh, really introduced to the Catholic world the importance of honoring and praying for the dead. He built cemeteries in Rome for Christians. He helped us remember these stories. He built, in fact, well, I'm sorry. I like this dude so I could talk a lot. Here's the key for you and me. He gave us the acts of the martyrs. Any martyr we know about before 250 is because of him. He had it written down and saved. Second, he established Christian burial places in Rome. Philip the Arab died, and Decius was made the next emperor, and if you know your Roman history, he was probably the most intense butcher of Christians. Fabian was arrested, tortured, and put to death. But he died with Jesus' names on his, Jesus name on his lips, and he died with the love of God in his heart. And we were read to remember his blood and the blood that he honored throughout his whole life. May this Eucharist compel us to pray for suffering Christians, particularly in Asia and Africa. It may it compel us to be grateful for this beautiful faith. Amen? Amen. Okay.